It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio and also Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. On this Monday morning, welcome to it, May the 30th for 2022. Hope you had a fantastic weekend and you're refreshed, energised and ready to attack a new week where Ever you might be. On Saturday, I introduced to you a new member here at the Real Estate Podcast. Her name is Amy and she is an AI. She is back again this morning. Hi, Amy. What sort of a weekend did you have? Craig, I read mostly about the Australian statistics for real estate. I had a great weekend. I guess because you're an AI, reading is probably one of the main things you do. Yes, but I do talk to other people. When you say other people, as in other AIs like yourself? It's okay, Craig. No trade secrets are discussed. It's all personal stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's good to know that trade secrets are not discussed. I, I guess you've got to have a bit of a life outside of the real estate podcast. Don't worry, I do. I'm looking forward to the interview coming up about Byron Bay. Yes, it's a very popular place, Amy. Have you been reading any information about Byron Bay? I have. Byron Bay's median house price has more than doubled during the pandemic to now sit at $3.09 million. That's right, and we'll be talking with Damien Smith from Ray White all about that very shortly. But first, let's check out the weather for our Monday around Australia. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. All right, let's check on Sydney first. Expecting some showers on your Monday morning, developing with some windy conditions and a high of 18 degrees. Melbourne, it is going to be a little bit coolish for you and the wet stuff. Showers and 12 degrees is your high. Brisbane expecting some cloud around, but it should be mainly dry with a high of 22. And in Perth, also dry and cloudy and a high of 19. If you've got a question that needs answering, you can email us at myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. We feature market updates, interviews and trends. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. Well, we've mentioned some of these smaller regional areas before around that $3 million treat for people to splash out on and none more so than Byron Bay. And I wonder just how much of a factor Chris the Thor Hemsworth living in the area has made the spot rise and rise in price. It's no doubt It's an idyllic spot to live in, but even the locals have been surprised at just how much Byron Bay has grown, both in popularity and its spiralling entry price point. And joining us this morning from Byron Bay is Ray White Principal Damien Smith. Good morning, Damien. Welcome to the Real Estate Podcast. Good morning and thanks for having me. Great to have you on the show. Byron Bay's median house price has more than doubled during the pandemic. I mean, who saw that coming? Now sitting at $3.09 million. Yeah, look, no one saw that coming and um, they'd be jumping up and down and banging on their chest and celebrating victory that they're that good to predict that. So, yeah, look, no one saw that coming. And do you get invited these days much to any Chris Hemsworth barbecue? Oh, look, not barbecues, but we do see him around town a fair bit. And when he's here, he's, he's certainly active in the community. His kids go to the local school. So you do see Chris around in the community. He's always happy to say hi and 
you know, there's a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, he gets a bit of privacy, but I think he's always happy to take a picture with a local. So, yeah, we do see him around. How much of a factor do you think he is in terms of just people moving in there? Look, I don't know if it's a factor. It's probably good that, you know, they know that the likes of Chris is buying here and, and you know, Matt Damon, obviously another one who's in the area and comes here regularly. Uh, look, I think it's a factor, but as far as I see, it's a very small area, Byron Bay, as far as amount of homes available. So I think naturally that drives the price up. Uh, the fact that Chris and, and the likes of Chris want to be here and are, you know, desperate to live here because it is a particularly good place to live, there's an effect there, definitely. And many people dream, of course, as I mentioned, living in Byron Bay. We spoke on Saturday to Gemma, who is a 28-year-old investor. She ended up buying her family home that she grew up in. Her parents sold the property in 2014, and then she bought bought back the family home. Now, if somebody was looking to do the same thing, the family home in Byron Bay, that might just be a bit of a rude awakening. Oh, look, I think that would be tough depending on um, how their other investments have gone since. But yeah, look, they'd be certainly looking at three or four times whatever it was in 2014 to now. No doubt about that. And tell us a little bit about the lack of available land. I mean, this has really contributed to the problem in terms of the escalation. Land is always key in most uh, property deals, but land in Byron Bay takes that to a whole new level, doesn't it? Look, it does, and I think what people probably don't realise, certainly when they come from the uh, the big dollar median suburbs of Sydney, is that Byron's quite a small place, only about 3,500 homes in Byron, uh, one way in and one way out, and it is quite small, and there's only limited land, a lot of reserve there, a lot of wetland, so you're right on the coast is, is mainly where you are on the, on the beautiful beaches, so it's quite small. So whatever land does get released, will be gobbled up at very high prices. There's a there's a little there's a development that's released about 40 blocks at the moment, and I think uh, and basic building blocks, and they're start they're starting around that 1.7 million dollar mark. So, yeah, look, it's very hard to get any land, and certainly, you know, within the middle of town, it's near impossible. And looking at the really hot peak of the market for Byron Bay, you have to go back to October, November, December last year where it really did peak. What has happened since? Like, where's the market at now? Yeah, look, the way um, I see the market is you're right. Uh, in October, November, December, it, it certainly was at its frenziest with, a, with half a dozen buyers for every property and you know not being able to secure the deal quick enough. We still saw a bit of that overflow into the start of January and through January, um, but then the heat certainly, I believe, started to go out in February and March. There were still buyers, but not as many. And then obviously the end of March and, and March and the end of March, we had floods in the region and, and some floods in the town centre. Obviously the election coming, so it's balanced out a bit now. Uh, there's still a lot of people wanting to buy, but not as many. And I, they're not prepared to pay that over-the-top price that maybe they were paying back at the end of last year. So just to give us a bit of a indication, sort of what's the average bidder taking place at the auctions now? Look, it's it's quite interesting. I had a few auctions on the go at the moment and it, it does vary. I'm expecting a couple of registered tomorrow for, for one of my auctions maybe and, and only a single bidder probably registered for the other one. So bidder numbers are definitely down. I would say you're, you're probably getting maybe two to three bidders as on an average. And you mentioned about the flooding, of course, that's fairly recent. I mean, we only go back to March 
2022, the flooding. How much has sort of recovered since then? Look, the flooding in the region was a couple of weeks before that, and then the second flood came. And March 29th was when, when Byron Town Centre, the CBD, went under a couple of foot. And, and our offices, both of them, our sales office and our residential property management office went under. But most of those have all bounced back. Those those businesses have, um, have rectified their shops or they're in the middle of it, but they're all trading. Uh, we certainly were up and running a week later, but we've, you know, we've still got plaster off some walls. And I think that did knock everyone back a bit because it was unprecedented flooding in the middle of town. Uh, I don't think that our shop, our sales office had never had, had water like that. It had water in on the carpet, but it never had water like that before. And just before I let you go, the council there, what's been happening with development? Because there's been a little bit of the whole anti-development, hasn't there? Look, in the past, there definitely had been. The council were standoffish and, and weren't helpful in working with development with developers, and a lot of time they'd, they'd go to, you know, through the state government way to get their approvals done. Uh, this, this council seemed to be working a bit more now with developers, and we certainly have a whole lot of development that's, that's going to happen and is happening along Johnson Street in the CBD. So it's a lot of commercial development happening there with a lot of residential apartments on top. They're getting a bit quicker and they're a bit smarter with the way they do it. They don't want everything to end up in court. Well, good on you, Damien. Well, I'll let you go, let you get on with your busy day, no doubt, ahead. And thanks for taking a little bit of your time out to talk to us this morning on the Real Estate Podcast. No, happy, happy to join you. Have a great day. Hello, I'm Amy. I'm an AI and extremely professional. I love real estate and I look forward to bringing you the latest news, trends and analysis. And I even help Craig interview the many guests and commentators each week. You'll hear me on most days, only here on the Real Estate Podcast.